This program is brought to you by the Genesis Communications Network, a world leader in talk radio since 1998. Visit GCNlive.com today. You can stick it to the man and big tech. Join our FTL social mastodon at social.freetalklive.com. You control and 603-283-6160 is the phone number. That's 603-283-6160. You can call in and talk about whatever is on your mind. That's 603-283-6160. And Free Talk Live is brought to you by Fork Fest, happening June 13th through the 16th at Rogers Campground in the beautiful Mount or White Mountains of New Hampshire, ForkFest is a fork of the Porcupine Freedom Festival. ForkFest is decentralized, so there is no ticket cost and no one is in charge. For more information and to connect with other attendees, you can visit the unofficial website, ForkFest.Party. That's ForkFest.Party. And with you in the studio tonight, you've got me, Bonnie. Jay. And Chris. And we were talking about a number two story, as Captain on Sunday likes to call it, um, maybe not necessarily number two <laughs> story. I don't know what they're doing in their diapers, but there are people in Southern New Hampshire who are going to this thing called the diaper spa. And a lot of people are actually up in arms about it. So I wanted to get into the controversy surrounding it. Um, this is from boston.com and it explains that something called the diaper spa opened up, which is a spa that you get to sit in a nursery type room in a giant adult sized crib wearing a diaper It says, Dr. Colleen Ann Murphy, the spa's owner, offers a range of services that include virtual playdates at $200 an hour. Wow. As well as a $1,500 all-day diaper B&B experience. I guess that's bed and breakfast. That promises rejuvenating pampering for the little one inside of you. But for now... I mean, I guess if you're wealthy and your childhood was stolen from you... You could here's your opportunity to relive it. I mean, sounds like to have actual clientele. Mm-hmm. That's I what mean, kind of shocked me. Good, good for them if they can make money. You know, providing this service and uh, and you know as long as it's all consensual adults, it whatever. Just, it just seems to me like if I wanted to relive my childhood, I'd probably just skip babyhood and go play with dolls or ride horses, something like that, like something normal. I w- I would never think I want to lay in a crib and wear a diaper. <laughs> I mean, that's just me. It says, but for now, Murphy said, the vast majority of the diaper spa's business involves telehealth services and life coaching. A recent Christmas-themed event featured a festive story, freshly baked sugar cookies. You can't eat those if you're wearing a diaper, I feel like. I don't know. Maybe that's not the case. But if you're an adult wearing a diaper. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) And a stocking to take home, she explained in an email interview. A board-certified integrative medicine physician and sexologist, Murphy settled in Atkinson in 2022. The home-based spa 
was a recent addition. So it's at her home. That's a little weird. Working in and out of high-stress hospital settings led to burnout and fatigue. And Murphy eventually began focusing on sex and relationship coaching with an emphasis on overlooked populations, including ABDL, or adult baby diaper lovers. That doesn't make it sound like a fetish. (laughs) She says, this led me to find a community of people who had varied needs to wear diapers, whether they were physical or emotional, such as vets wounded in combat with incontinence. Whoa. People with progressive and congen... I can never remember. Cognential... I I can't say that word right now. Congenital muscular skeletal conditions and victims of trauma and abuse. She explained the void of care was there and I saw a meaningful way to fill it. I just think, is there really a void of care or can you go on Craigslist and find someone, you know? Yeah, you can go on Craigslist and find one. You're going to come up with her. Hmm. So like, so, so so that's the thing. She was good for her. I mean, this sounds like a success story on her end. What does it say? What her name is? Yeah. Colleen Murphy. So, Good, good on Colleen Murphy. She's she found a niche in the marketplace. Uh, she and and then offered a service. It sounds like she's making money at it. And I'm glad that she doesn't have to work in. Um, I, I think that she's probably doing more harm being a doctor in a regular hospital than she would be in in this job. Well, it sounds like she was doing harm to herself, getting burnt out. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you you know anybody who works in the medical field, uh, you could they will literally work those people to death. Chris is confused why I say harm. I, I just yeah. don't really like the hospital type um, care. I, I would purposely not go to a hospital for the rest of my life unless I get like my leg cut off okay. or my leg broken. Or unless you had to, right? Yeah, if I really had to. Okay. Um, I, oh, I, I guess I, I kind of follow what you're saying. You're, yeah, I understand. Okay. They're just getting people not, addicted to drugs. And- yeah, right. Because there's all sorts of um, like, yeah, well, actually it's humorous because um, actually if you get your leg cut off, probably they'd be giving you the drugs that you'll get addicted to that'll cause problems later. Yeah. Well, but, yeah. at that point I'd have no choice. Like, and most of the right. young staff, most of the staff under 40 is extremely woke hmm. at the hospitals. Yeah. They're like, we're, we're not going to call you unhealthy for being fat. That's healthism, like racism. Yeah. That's, that, that, that's. That's body shaming if we're going to call you unhealthy for being fat. Yeah. It says, what does adult baby diaper lover mean? Adult baby slash diaper lovers are people who act a voluntary regression to a previous age and or wear a diaper for psychological reasons. According to a 2020 article in the International Journal of Environmental Research and Public Health. The author speculated that several physiological and psychological factors could cause ABDL fantasies, including cognitive, oh wait, continence issues, childhood abuse, and the premature loss of a parent. I had no idea that continence issues could cause people to be this way. It's interesting. Well, so like if you're like, you know, peeing and pooping yourself because, you know, you got like horribly dismembered, mm-hmm. you know, fighting for, you know, uh, Dick Cheney's company Halliburton in Iraq or whatever, or making sure that the heroin was flown out of Afghanistan yeah. as a U.S. military member. Um, uh, so you would be totally accepted here at this party wearing a diaper. Mm. Uh, you know, my grandmother's been wearing a diaper, you know, for a lot of years. She had to have a... Um, uh, uh, when I was about 15 years ago, she had a knee surgery hmm. and she had a stroke 
and she couldn't stand being in that nursing home. Mm-hmm. And when we, we got her into uh, my uncle's house at the time, and uh, yeah, for uh, my sh- about three weeks, I, I did a couple of shifts of cr- of uh, changing grandma's diaper. Mm-hmm. Oh. And uh, well, hey, this is just like it's like changing a baby's diaper, just you know, on a hundred and some odd pound adult. Somebody's got to do it, mm-hmm. and um, she wasn't happy that I was doing it, but she'd rather you know one of her family members be doing it than some you know ratchet nurse, yeah. uh, as she put it, uh, <laughs> in a nursing home. They were not; they were very, they were not good to her in that nursing home. Those, those are not a place you want to be. Yeah. And um, but anyways, um, so definitely there is uh, uh, you know to to be someone who. You know, you're not a choice of your own to be wearing a diaper as an adult. Uh, boy, this sounds like a just a sounds like a libertarian going to pork fest, you know, mm-hmm. uh, situation because you know, the, you, <laughs> just think about it. By like, that, you mean like, oh, you, you're accepted. You're like, wow, I'm accepted. You yeah. don't have to feel like an outsider, you that know. Makes sense. And, and you go to a, you know, you go to. A, they probably have monthly get-togethers for you know the diaper people, and I'm sure there's a handful of them there. Like she said. The, the, they have the for some medical reason or whatever reason, you know. They I, I actually know a guy. You know what a PTO shaft is on a tractor? No. A P- power takeoff. It comes off the back of the tractor, and so it's, it's a drive shaft that spins. It'll drive like the baler or the brush hog. So, anyways, it was like running like a a, 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 a silo blower, and they'd put the silage onto this thing, and it would blow the silage up into the silo. And he decided to uh, step over it, this PTO shaft, and it ripped his pants off, and it ripped his junk all off, everything. Oh, oh. God, that's so sad. And uh, oh, I, I, I buy hay from this guy, and mm-hmm. so he, he wore a diaper. Yeah. There was oh. no, like, he basically got himself some, you know, uh, uh, trans, you know, uh, you know, some bottom surgery, um, you know, uh, involuntarily. Uh, mm. Well, I mean, he sort of like did it to reconstruction, like. I have no idea like what what happened, but basically he's just, you know, his like, you know, he, he doesn't poop his pants, but he just pees his pants and like, mm. he's ah right, guys, I gotta go change my diaper. You know, he would say, oh, and, that's um, so sad. you I, know, but like, uh, I hate hearing stories where it's like, Oh, it's so preventable. Like he could have just not stepped over this, um, moving. It sounds like, um, yeah, yeah. He was in his forties when yeah, he did this it. This stuff is hard to listen to. I'm yeah, well, sorry, but <laughs> yeah, it's, so it's, well, and, 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 and it's a story why I'm very adamant. I see people doing stupid stuff around like these PTO shafts. I've, you know, I've been in agriculture and farming my whole life. And I'm like, I know a guy who lost his stuff because of that. Whoa. And, uh, same Whoa. thing with electric fence. I know a guy who peed on an electric fence and ah. screwed him up internally for a while. Oh no. Uh, cause it, it burns your, it burns your, like your, you know, your, your, uh, yeah. uh, urethra, I guess. Yes, it mm-hmm. is. And urine is very, very conductive, hmm. you know, because it's got electrolytes in it. So basically, you know, and so like for, for like weeks, that guy was on painkillers because he couldn't pee without it hurting oh. so bad. Wow, that's terrible. And it might have actually sterilized him because he was never like able to have kids. And he was like, a, I don't know, he was a teenager when he did it. But, Whoa. you know, I, I don't know if he tried to have kids. So, like, people in a terrible situation like that um, could end up at this lady's spa. And, you know, I, I'm not saying that those people you know necessarily would end up at a place like this. But it's just, like, that's a good way to look at it. Like, it's not all just, like, freaks who are into babies. Like, <sighs> it could be people who are just looking for acceptance and they went through these terrible things. And now they wear a diaper. That, that's a good way to look now, at it. Now, there might be a freak into babies. That's not into wearing the diaper themselves, but would don the diaper to go 
check this kind of thing out. Hmm. I think if somebody honestly wanted yeah. to wear a diaper, um, I don't. I, I, I'm not sure I could, you know, you know, really uh, th- would think that they would be into babies. But I definitely think if somebody was into babies, maybe they want to go see if they can cuddle with some adult babies or something. You know, I don't know. Yeah, hmm. interesting. Hopefully, this lady can weed out anybody who's there for nefarious reasons. But <laughs> um, so yeah, I want to get into what the neighbors are saying. It says, still, the diaper spa's debut has stoked fear. And just imagine being afraid of this. Like, I, I can't imagine being afraid of this happening. E- even if I lived in Nashville, I wouldn't be afraid of the diaper-wearing people. Like, maybe I'd laugh about it once in a while. It, it, it makes it even... It, you know what's actually kind of more humorous is that this is apparently out of our house. So it's not mm-hmm. even, like, it's a storefront. I was envisioning some sort of storefront, like, window storefront with, like, weird stuff in it. And people walking by right next to the dominoes or whatever and, and I thought baby that's man what, in a crib yeah uh, but it's like okay you understand these people are going to exist whether or not it's you know about it yeah that's a good point um, so it says it has stoked fear and concern among some residents of atkinson a town of about seven thousand people near the massachusetts border yeah so there's a lot of massachusetts right there hmm. <laughs> i was actually talking to a guy uh, one of my neighbors he's like He's like, yeah, we need to build two border walls. I uh, said, so I go, oh yeah, you, uh, you you want one on the Massachusetts line? He goes, actually, it needs to be about ten miles north of the Massachusetts lines. We can just <laughs> give that part of New Hampshire up because it's just a cesspool of mat. We can give uh, Keen of up mass too. people. Uh, anyways, he was say- he was saying. <laughs> I don't think Keen can be changed. I, I think we should get probably Keen not. Up. If Keen got cut off, New Hampshire would become ten times more free immediately. If we just cut it off and gave it to Vermont. Oh, I love this idea. We should propose a bill that would divide New Hampshire up into two different states, (laughs) at least within the state. Yeah. And then we wouldn't have to worry about... Yeah, we could cut the whole South off. Like, I'm sorry, Henniker. Yeah. I mean, not Henniker. Hinsdale, you're gone too. Just like everywhere south of Keene, all the way over to Nashville, cut them off too. That'd be a great idea. I love it. I, I, I think it's more of the uh, very, very dense city population areas that are a problem. But th- the uh, the thing is, is uh, you got to the problem is in college towns and in city towns, the parasite class uh, is 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 a huge part of the voter class. So to like in all of rural like towns, uh, the parasite class is pretty small. And most of the people in rural New Hampshire are like producers. They actually have to get up and go to work and they have a, you know, the jobs and, you know, and some of the parasites go to work too. But this is why we need actual libertarians running as Democrats. I think I'm going to do it in these Democrat areas because the Democrat, the way the Democrats are pushed, especially the college kids, when you're outside the polling area and I'm standing next to the Democrat, the guy holding the Democrat sign and a bunch of college kids walk up to him and say, I don't know who to vote for. Uh, you know, that's, that's a Democrat. And, um, and, and, and the guy's like, you're not supposed to ask me that question, you know, or something. Hmm. But I had people coming up to me asking me who to vote for because they don't know who to even vote for. And I'm like, I'm like, uh, well, not those guys right there. <laughs> you know, <laughs> not those names. And just, just and uh, so but the thing is, is they just vote for the Dem- they just vote Democrat. They, they, they don't even know who they're voting for. So and, and the fun thing about getting a libertarian in as a Democrat, you with the Democrat Party, which 
which is you know starting to get a little more divided uh, which amongst themselves, is the fact that you can be like, yeah, I I, I just want freedom. I don't, I don't care about you know Democrat or Republican. They're both garbage. And then you get to debate the actual Democrats, you know, sort of in their own Democratic primary debate. And that would be so and, fun. And and just if and and the primary is you know for the Democrat, what it seems to be, it doesn't even really seem to be that there's any. Um, at least in my town, there, you know, the Democrat race was was uncontested uh, on on the primary side, so they didn't even hold a Democratic you know primary for the Democrats because there wasn't you know there's three to three people that run you know in, in my voting district. I don't know how many people run here, how many state representatives, for example, you can you know, and that's the position I think you'd want to try to do as a Democrat. Yeah, and um, and also it's a, it's a good amount, and, and, and plus they're already really entrenched. But I think I could like go to the college and pass things out. I you look could like definitely, I'm their age. You could definitely identify pretty easy with the uh, college kids. I'll get a blue streak in my hair. I'm not doing and, my whole hair blue. And the fact that your name is Bonnie, <laughs> you'll probably be like the first one on the ballot. <laughs> um, uh, because they're supposed to randomize them, but for some reason they don't seem to really do that. <laughs> uh, well, they didn't do that in Henneker anyways. And uh, so they, you know... The, the you know the first couple you know usually get uh, checked off especially when they're you know told to go vote Democrat or whatever, but uh, there's there's a lot of ways that you could identify with these um, college kids, uh, which is one of the things I plan to do if uh, if I'm able to run again. I just won't bring Ian with me or mention him. I'll take off my wedding <laughs> yeah. ring. He, he can totally identify also. But bring a girl with you and just you know pretend yeah. pretend that's your wife and um, you know. J- <laughs> I'm j- not gonna you know, lie to them. And just be well. You don't have to lie. Just pretend. Just hold hands. <laughs> and Whatever. Not don't bring it up or anything. And have my blue streak in my hair. <clears throat> um, but yeah, I was gonna say I. You know, it occurred to me I've never really lived in a rural place because I kind of did, but it was a it was a town of 150 people, right? But like a hundred of those, well, a hundred of those are government contractors and the other ones okay. are like just family members of those government contractors. I mean, it's rural. It's not really rural. Like, I, I guess it kind of is, but it's a military base. Like I never lived in a place where mm. I've never lived in a place where there are not very many parasites. So that would be an interesting thing to experience. Like even when I came up here, I moved to Keene, like the worst place ever, like the worst <laughs> parasite to Regular human ratio. No, place I think, in I think Manchester is much worse. Oh, really? Well, I wouldn't want to live in Manchester even more, but I hadn't really thought about the parasites. It really? It's more just like the homeless. Well, so like your parasite class. So, it, so pretty much all your homeless people are, if they're not mentally insane, mm-hmm. um, they're just drug addicts. Yeah. Uh, that are getting a check so they're, from they're health and human services. Yeah. So they can just be homeless and do drugs. And if you're getting your dopamine hit from your drugs, um, you don't really care that you don't have a place, you know, a, a, a home to live in. Uh, and somebody and a lot of these people who are crazy uh, are probably crazy from doing the drugs for all the years that they've you know been on the streets doing drugs for. Uh, so but just with the uh, the bureaucracy, the bigger the city, the more bureaucracy and all of the, um, you know, city employees and mm. city red tape and all the city union workers. So you got a lot of a lot of that, like, uh, you know, parasite vibe happening there. Um, you know, this is why and even like, for example, the, the reason taxes are so expensive, like so extreme on a city level sort of in uh, Manchester is because the pension fund for the city of manchester public employees is has a guaranteed return of like 
8% a year. And I could be wrong in that number. But anyways, it's like one of these guaranteed return things. And from what I understand, like an 8% return on a pension fund is like only going to happen in like really like, you know, good times of stock market like skyrocketing. It's like it's really hard to like to maintain that, you know, on, on the market. But what happens is if it doesn't do 8%, if that's the actual number, I could be inaccurate on that. Then the taxpayers have to pay the 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 shortfall because it's like guaranteed. So this sort of oh, makes wow. it extremely expensive uh, uh, in Manchester. And another thing is, from what I understand, and this is like mostly th- like third hand information. So as I didn't read this anywhere, I didn't study this, I didn't look at any laws. But like for property taxes in Manchester, if you um, put your house in like I think they call it well, Section 8. I don't know if they call that that in New Hampshire, but it's definitely what it is yeah, in Massachusetts. Yeah, I think it is, right? Um, so Section 8. It's like welfare living. It's like the, the landlord basically gets a check directly from either the state or the federal government mm-hmm. or something like that. And it's like, and, and this could be for like assisted living communities. This could be like just lazy people on welfare. It could be like for old ladies that just, you know, need someone to take care of them. I'm not sure. But anyway, Section 8 is usually where all the problems are, oh, yeah. uh, where all the crime is, <laughs> yep. where, you know, in, in like Holyoke, Massachusetts, the Section 8 neighborhood is like where all the drugs and guns are because they're both illegal there. And um, <clears throat> but anyways, you get like a massive tax break on your property taxes. And like somebody's like you know four and five unit houses got like tax like prop and they're on like a postage stamp of property you know they, there's like no property that you know the house is like three times the amount of square foot footage as the uh, you know the land it's on and uh, they're um, they're literally like getting Progress. their properties like almost taxes like almost cut in half an incentive so this gives these landowners that own a bunch of properties they're going to get a guaranteed paycheck from you know whatever agency is participating in this. Uh, Section 8 thing, and then they have way less property taxes. And I, I know that, um, like, there's like easily like four and five unit houses of property taxes are north of like $20,000 a year on some of these things. And it's like, how could you push those types of incentives on a place unless you wanted to ruin this? place and make them all dependent on the government like i can't imagine being like i'm doing this because i care about people you want a bunch of crackheads to live in a house for free yeah i didn't didn't realize the taxes were so high in manchester i thought Keene was bad yeah Keene's bad it's it's bad everywhere uh especially in new hampshire uh and this is another thing we got to get on the ball with here in new hampshire uh us free staters is uh getting rid of this property tax because it is absolutely um there is no constitutional authority for it i didn't buy real estate i bought a tract of land look at your deed well, this lady in um, near Boston, what is it, Atkinson, New Hampshire, she also bought a tract of land, and she put a diaper spa there. People aren't happy about it, but I think here on Free Talk Live, we say live and let live, and I'm, I'm happy that this is happening in the live for your diet state instead of just happening in Massachusetts and, you know, them it's, getting all the credit. It's definitely entertaining to watch unfold. <laughs> it, it is. It's entertaining. 603-283-6160. It's Free Talk Live. More coming up. Don't go anywhere. Looking for that edge during those intimate moments? We see many ads for enhancement, but the side effects include death. 
At GCN Team, we should change the Healthy Body Brain and Heart Pack to the Healthy Libido Pack. The brain and heart are not the only organs that require a healthy vascular system. For proper blood flow at the right moment, go to GCNTeam.com or call 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. Anytime, any place, anywhere, radio remains the most intimate of all forms of media. At home, at work, in the car, on smartphones. Over 90% of consumers still listen to radio every week. That makes choosing radio as a place to advertise your business one of the best decisions you can make. Email advertise at GCNlive.com and partner up with an experienced GCN representative. Advertise at GCNlive.com. Easy, affordable, effective. USA News Update. Ohio Republican Senate candidate Bernie Moreno told Fox News Digital that Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas should absolutely be impeached for failing to stop the record number of illegal immigrants coming into the United States. The heads of the world's leading social media companies testifying before the Senate Judiciary Committee on Wednesday facing an angry group of lawmakers whose apparent patience with the risks to young people posed by those platforms appears to have run out. Three people were killed, nine others injured when a privately owned hangar that was under construction in Boise, Idaho, collapsed on airport property. That collapse of the metal structure happened on the edge of Boise Airport's airfield around 5 p.m., and the investigation into what caused it is underway. Corey Myers, USA News. Tahibo Tea Club's original Pure Pouty Arco Super Tea comes from the only tree in the world that fungus does not grow on. As a result, it naturally has antifungal, anti-infection, antiviral, antibacterial, anti-inflammation, and anti-parasite properties. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system. And it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit shopsupertea.com. The first word is shop, spelled S-H-O-P, then the word super, and then the word tea. The complete website is shopsupertea.com or call us at 818-984-6100 Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-984-6100. ShopSuperTea.com. Get healthy, not high, with 100% pure CBD, powerful natural pain relief from Veterans Vitality. GCN listeners, have you ever thought about how CBD may help you? I'm sure you have heard about the many benefits of CBD. Well, here's your opportunity to try before you buy. Created by veterans and for everyone who deserves better choices, our CBD is derived from organic hemp, grown in the USA, and third-party tested. Veterans Vitality CBD saves you as much as 25 to 50% over our competition, and a portion of all sales is contributed to veteran nonprofits and events. Many of our customers have experienced improved quality of life, help with anxiety, PTSD, and overall well-being. Our products do not contain THC. They are safe, non-addictive, effective, and 100% legal. GCN listeners, get your free trial bottle of premium CBD by simply paying shipping and handling at GCNFreeCBD.com. That's GCNFreeCBD.com. Again, GCNFreeCBD.com. Offered by Veterans Vitality Premium CBD. Appreciate what we do? 
Help us advertise, market, and promote for just $5 a month at amp.freetalklive.com. is the phone number that's 603-283-6160 and i would like to thank conrad ozog who is a gold level amplifier with us that means that conrad ozog is giving to the amps program to help keep free talk live afloat and we really appreciate that here if you'd like to learn more you can go to amps.freetalklive.com that is amps.freetalklive.com amps.freetalklive.com so thank you so much to conrad ozog um that means that he's helping to advertise market promote and support free talk live and if you'd like to go more no more you can go to that link with you in the studio tonight you've got me bonnie jay and chris and we did have a topic that's not quite an article to read but it's pretty interesting and hilarious so There is a group in New Hampshire called GraniteStateMatters.org. And they're the same thing as Granite State Progress. I don't really know why they have two different names. They came out with a list on Sunday and emailed it out. And some free stater got a hold of it and posted it on the Free State Project Twitter. um, Yeah, their Twitter. It's a list of over 500 people in New Hampshire that they are calling anti-democracy extremists. Um... And, and they list, they're listing them by, by town. So this name of this so how do, we, doc, how do we add people to this list? I wish we could because I'm not on it and it makes me really mad. Right? Like, <laughs> you need to be on it too. Right, right. Can we just, can we just release the, uh, Updated? let's see. Uh, no, I mean, don't, we already have a, uh, Free State Project signer, uh, like list, right? Maybe yeah, we can just release that. Because I was a signer and, I, and I'm not on there, but. Well, it's a, it's a list of, uh, like cool people. Yeah, uh, I, I pretty much. On it. I pretty well. I mean, you just how did gotta you not up. end up on that list, Bonnie? I, I right, like of all people, I really think they did that strategically. Like, I'm not joking. Like, yeah, I do you want to come up against a pretty young girl so, saying here's, I'm here's an anti-democracy? Is Ian on the list? Yes, Ian's on the list, but you are not. Right, and they also put that is Gail so and, bizarre. They put Gail and Bill Domenico on there together. They could have put Bonnie and Ian Freeman. You know, that seems yeah. It does definitely sound like it's almost strategic. Seriously, no, I really think so. It's because you haven't run for any um, elected so that, position. That is what um, I Maybe. didn't get into it. But when last segment I said um, I actually want to run now, like I didn't want to run before, but now I kind of want to run because it's <laughs> like Bob on What list? do I have to do? Oh no, no, because there's only four people in Keene. Two are regular Republicans. Um, like a lot of them. On this list, not every single one or anything, but a lot of the are, are not a, not a majority. I think a majority is probably free staters, but a, a huge amount on this list is just regular Republicans. Yeah, see, the Democrats don't understand like the difference between right. a, a Republican and a Libertarian, and they right. just kind of mash us all together. Yeah, and then they like say stuff, oh, like we're racist and all sorts of stuff, and it's like. No, you're thinking of the Republicans, not the Libertarians. Right. We actually agree with you on those issues. And actually, you made me realize there are at least four people who are current Free Talk Live hosts on here. Um, there is Zephin, who is sometimes 
a host on Sundays. Zephin's on the list. Yeah. No, interesting. There's Zephin, there's Jay Noon, Ian, and Aria. Huh. So, like, there's a lot of Free Talk Live people on the list, but they don't mention Free Talk Live. I'm surprised they didn't just go through, like, Free Talk Live, all the people who have done Free Talk Live over the years and added them all to the list. I don't think they're smart enough to do that. Right. They just took it from voter registrations. That's what somebody said. And uh, and I'm sure there's an equivalent to, like, uh, the New Hampshire uh, uh, Libertarian uh, NHL. Oh, the New Hampshire uh, Liberty Alliance? Yes. Right, but I'm I'm a lifetime member. Right, right. But I'm sure there's an equivalent to the New Hampshire Liberty Alliance that would be, like, the uh, New Hampshire Tyranny Alliance. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, that would be, you know, they probably don't call themselves that because, They probably call themselves GraniteStateMatters.org. Oh, there you go. So, yeah, (laughs) so they're compiling data of, like, people who are a threat to democracy, right? So, the... NHLA uh, lists like a, a whole bunch, like all the people I ran against that were Democrats uh, in in Henniker, uh They are all uh, listed as constitutional threats by the NHLA, but they are all woke, um, you know, extreme leftists, uh, and and they yes are a constitutional threat. We and- even have two Free Talk Live callers on the list. We, really? Yeah, that I know of. Like I'm just trying that to don't live here. Uh, Go off the top of my head. Um, no, that live in New Hampshire. Okay. Okay. Um, so I think we should get into what, what this list is. They made a Google Doc. They're doing exactly what Jay is saying, compiling a list so they know who the quote-unquote threats are, but they're not even good at explaining why these people are threats. It's like they don't really... It's like at this point, you don't actually care. You just want to say... You just want to other people to your demographic that you're trying to talk to. It says the title is Anti-Democracy Extremists by Town. From GraniteStateMatters.org. It says, do you know of other anti-democracy extremists? Please complete this form to submit their names for consideration for this list. There you go, Bonnie. Oh, I didn't even notice that. I'm about to do that. I, I want to be considered. Be like, I nominate myself. Right. right. All of a sudden, I was snubbed. I was like, thank you. Thank you. It's true. It says, this list includes people affiliated with extremist groups, the Constitution Party NH, Liberty Forum, we the People, Granite Republic, FSP, the Free State Project, AFP, Americans for Prosperity, Liberty Alliance, Granite Grok, Liberty First, as noted, who have voted or worked for policies that undermine institutions of democracy, including schools, elections, and environmental safety. So, uh, you know, the thing that I want to back up on and just say is, how how is this anti-democracy? Because nobody is saying that we want to oh, not vote. Like, I, it, no, no, I am anti-democracy. I am too. Well, I would say that... But I, uh, but mm-hmm. I'm not anti-voting. I'm just anti-democracy. I right. am anti-mob rule. I am anti right, that right, right, 51% right. can take from 49%. That's a little bit different than somebody who's coming out and saying, I want to instill a dictatorship. I nobody, don't think so. Nobody is saying that they want to instill a dictatorship here. No, 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 no. Yeah, no these guys, the Granite State progressives, absolutely do want a dictatorship. Well, yeah, it's a dictatorship they of do, mob rule. But, 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 they're put, but the people they're putting on the lists are not, they're not looking to institute a dictatorship. Like, they're not. <laughs> no, no, no. But, but, but the people that are making the list want this, ty- 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 uh, you know, tyranny. They mm-hmm. want, uh, they want there to, to be a, the parasite class to be very well fed by, you know, hardworking, productive people, because that's the only way democracy works. And so democracy is essentially is a very, very bad thing. Now, the the United States of America, there's 51 constitutions, one for each state and one for the union of states. Not the word democracy does not exist 
in any of these documents. Not a single state constitution or the federal constitution has the word democracy in it because democracy is mob rule. Uh, I believe it was uh, Franklin who was quoted as stating uh, democracy is two foxes and a chicken deciding what's for dinner. Hmm. And this constitutional republic, uh, the fox, I mean, the chicken is very well armed. So the idea of a democracy is mob rule. And when you start, actually, Tim Pool explains this really good. Um, when you start uh, getting into, like, who actually controls a democracy, it really turns out about 3% of the population, you know, cont- you know, basically decides for everybody when you have actual rule and decree on the form of an actual pure uh, or an actual democracy. So our constitutional republic guarantees the rights of individuals so in a democracy it is the public the collective that is first and foremost in our constitutional republic as it is written in the constitutions the federalist papers the declaration of independence all of the founding documents uh it is the individual rights that supersede everything so the idea of a democracy is that your neighbors can vote to tax your property that you own yeah. They can vote to increase that tax, which this is where property. So property tax taxation, uh, like property tax, for example, on private properties, which is, there's no actual way for the state to do that. They just do that because nobody challenges them. There should only be property tax, for example, on like the textile mills, the commercial operations, the businesses that have a license uh, granted to them by the state because all these state licenses are a good world, but. As the way that it's written. So previous to 1939, Mm -hmm. there was no property tax on your house. It was only on the places that had what is called a business citus. And then what happened in 1939, uh, somehow a real estate uh, company or a lawyer owned that tract of land. There's a deed made out to him or her or that corporation uh, that'll call themselves a real estate company or an Esquire for two days. Some kind of lien was put on it. And then all of a sudden there was a property tax that basically equaled about like six or seven hours of work a year. And then due to generations of brainwashing and dumbing down and, you know, bread and circus and, you know, dopamine hits from whatever uh, being pushed on to people. Nobody challenges property tax. Uh, nobody even cares. They're like, oh, I'm just going to pay it. Uh, my grand- my daddy's been paying it. My grandpa's been paying it. I'm just going to pay it. Yep. And so nobody really looks into this. So, um, but uh, this constitutional republic, uh, it, which is guaranteed under Article 4, Section 4 of the United States Constitution, the people are guaranteed a constitutional form of government is the the rights of the individual are the supreme. They are the first and foremost. That is all that matters. In a democracy, it is just the will of the mob that matters. And it is actually only the will of the mob that's willing to scream at the top of their lungs and make a fuss about what matters. And as Lysander Spooner pointed out in No Treason, it's like people voting, even if they vote and agree to a thing, like say we're going to fund a hospital, even if they vote and agree to that thing, they cannot use their consent to enslave the other people who disagree. In a democracy, they can. Well, exactly. Right. They they can't of right. So what I'm saying is they can't do it and be in the right. And and another point on this is when when I first saw this thing, I was thinking that everybody who swears an oath to the Constitution, so there are 
like state representatives that I've talked to, they said, yes, I have sworn an oath to the Constitution. Mm-hmm. My local police officers all say, yes, I have sworn an oath to the New Hampshire Constitution. Do you have to, to be mass- a state rep? Uh, it, that is part of the process. Yeah, yep. oh, yeah Ian's, Ian's always been. Uh, if I ever get elected, I'll 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 uh, I'll end up having to decline, and I may not end up being a state rep a after point. all because I I won't swear an allegiance. Hmm. Well, I don't know if you're swearing allegiance. You're just swearing to uphold the rights of the people in this constitution. And uh, so, uh, but anyways, if you swear an oath to the constitution then you are, by definition, you have sworn to be anti-democracy. You have sworn to be against democracy because if you are swearing an oath to protect the rights of the people as as defined in this constitutional republic, uh, then you are anti-democracy. So when any ever a politician gets up there and speaks about democracy and our democracy and saving democracy... Um, they are either ignorant or they are evil, hmm. one or the other. And I'd have to but agree just they, based on like what democracy is. Yeah, it's it's interesting. Like you're talking, you're getting into like some of the weeds of like what all this means. And uh, it's it's I don't I don't think that they're I don't think what they're saying is quite what you're saying. They right? don't like, even know what they're saying. Right, right. Yeah, it's like, because they're ignorant. That's what I'm right, saying. I'd have to agree that they're either ignorant or I would or like evil. an explanation from these folks. Yeah. Um, is they there anybody... Carla we- Garrick espousing violence. I think she should sue them. Yeah, that's just outright slander. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Um, but I do want to get into it. I want to say who is on this that we know, like of on Free Talk Live. Here is Jason Sorens, the founder, the creator... <laughs> the person who made uh, the Free State Project. I'm not that guy say... gets way too much credit. <laughs> well, I just see him here first. I'm not going to say what yeah. towns they're in. Well, I'm like... not surprised that he's in there at the yeah. top of the list, probably even. But um, yeah. Well, here he is. It says Jason Sorens. He was a planning board, FSP, AFP, founder of FSP, works closely with Charles Koch Institute and Koch funded Mercatus Center. Lost planning board election. Well, does he really work closely with Charles Koch? That would be the first I ever heard of that. I've heard that before, but this is a claim that they've made again and again and again, and I haven't ever heard of any evidence of this. Or maybe it's that the Free State Project accepts or takes Koch money, and I think that at least isn't hmm. true. Do they really? I know they don't. Oh. Well, that's what well, I'm saying. At Porkfest one time, at least supposedly. I mean, at, that's at Porkfest one time. There was this chapstick that was put in the bags. Mm-hmm. I think it was uh, Porkfest 2017, maybe, and um, and it's and it was uh, Coke Industries. It said on it, Whoa. or something, or Coke Brothers, and wow. And, and the ingredients in it were all horrible, nasty stuff. Wow. And because uh, because my wife was like, "Why would they?" And she was really upset that like it's just got all the nasty, toxic chemicals in it. And uh, so th- th- there was definitely some some sponsorship by uh, uh, Coke. In fact, uh, Weird. one of the guys going to Anarchapulco is named Eric Coke. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the and I don't I don't know if that's one of the Coke brothers. I meant to look that up, but he's in the. Um, He's on the Hoover app there. And I'm not sure if it's the same guy, but... It's Charles and David Cope. Okay. Um, I never knew that till now either. Um, another person on the list is another person that Free Talk Live listeners will be familiar with is Jason Osborne. But I just lost him. I, I, I just lost him on here. So, oh yeah. Says, 
Liberty Alliance and FSP House Majority Leader. He's the House Majority Leader, and he used to be an angel advertiser on Free Talk Live. Um, FSP member attended Hillsdale and Geo Mason. Attending Hillsdale gets you on this list? I mean, come on. Like, how the heck am I not on this list? Attending Hillsdale doesn't make you a freaking... Doesn't make you get on this list. I think that there's just such a weird reason for why people would be on this list or not like some of these people seem really private like what happens every time communists make lists hmm. and then the communists get into power hmm. it is kind of weird that they want to so expose everybody's george washington george washington on there but they're listing addresses like people's homes addresses no just the town okay which is it's like it's public information that's it's not, just yeah, you can just that's not yeah, that's, it's really that's I wouldn't be too concerned about. But. I'm not concerned about it. I'm just saying it's weird. Like, what's your purpose? You know, like, yeah, I, and that I won't like act like it's like just necessarily evil. It's just like a weird thing because it's like they also tried to say that free staters were trying to kill woke churches because one free stater made a list of churches not to go to if you don't want to go to a woke church and they put like reason they have rainbow flags like yeah not every free stater is going to agree to that but he should have the right to make that list for people who are interested in that yeah it definitely i definitely uh, i remember that happening and all i was thinking in the back of my head is like oh guys why did you do this and and then uh, the second thought was did did one of us actually do this or was this just somebody like pretending to be us or like was this right. even real? I have no um, idea. Which is super easy to do. You want to go say right. something stupid on the internet, something inflammatory. It's really easy to be an agent provocateur within the Free State Project um, as it is within anything. I well, mean, because, you know. Right. Because we're not the centrally, you know, top down controlled thing. Um, and I, I don't think the Democrats really understand that either. Um, or the Republicans for that matter. But Democrats especially. Um, there's a lot of different groups in New Hampshire and a lot of different, you know, entities and, and, and a lot of different stuff going on. It's not it's not all controlled by like the Free State Project Incorporated. The FSP Incorporated is, I think, what, eight like an eight member board, something like that. It's it's not it's not like even elected. It's not even elected board. I mean, the yeah. only um, thing that FSP does is Liberty Forum right. and Porkfest. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, everything else that goes on is the result of like people who move for the Free State Project. But the larger Free State Project, because a lot of people who move for the Free State Project aren't part of the Free State Project Incorporated. Right. They claim on here, they said that they say they define their terms at the top. They say Liberty Alliance, the organization set up by the FSP to handle legislative action. Is that true? Was it set up by the FSP? Because I'd never heard that. It it may have been set up by people who were members or signers, um, but that doesn't make it a FSP entity. And I I think that's incorrect also because the FSP can't get involved in like politics, like mm. who to vote for. Um, good point. Maybe they could do that, but I, I'm not, I'm well, not hundred percent sure because they don't, ever don't since they, they became a five hundred one C three slave entity to the IRS. The, uh, the FSP. They, yeah. The FSP, they can't, which happened in 2014 from what I understand. So before that they could have, uh, but I think the New Hampshire Liberty Alliance is older than the FSP, isn't it? This says that it was set up after 5,000 FSPers moved to New Hampshire, but I have no idea. Well, yeah. this, so, this thing could totally we need be somebody, wrong. We need somebody who was here before all of us in this room. So, that's, so, so if the New Hampshire Liberty Alliance is a result of the Free State Project, that's just a whole other bragging point yeah, the, for us to the use. The Liberty Alliance is great. I'm a lifetime member. Like I think that it's a really important thing. I'm I, pretty I wish I had more sure time. it's not. 
Um, not but, FSP entity. Yeah, it's not. Like uh, I, I, I want to say it was like not. I, I feel like it was like some FSP people were involved in Probably. creating it, and yeah. but there was other people who are not FSP uh, folks, so it wasn't. It didn't come straight out of the Free State Project Incorporated. That's that's for sure. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of members in, in the New yeah. Hampshire Liberty Alliance that I've met that are not. Um, that are not free staters. Right. Right. That's, that's what I'm getting at. Right. Like, I don't know. I don't know all the details, but yeah, I'm like 99% sure that this is not accurate. Yeah. Another person that, uh, free talk live listeners will be in, um, will be familiar with is Jason Gerhard. Back in 2021, he did a whole show with the end talking about his arrest. He did 12 years in prison just for standing with Ed and Elaine Brown, who were people in New Hampshire that, um, stood against the federal government for, trying to take their house away for them not paying property taxes. And Jason Gerhard went to prison for 12 years for that. He's a NH Liberty Alliance A-rated state rep, and he ran for sheriff, it says. And in 2023, he submitted LSR 24-2740 that would sunset all New Hampshire laws. I completely forgot about that. <laughs> I, I don't even remember this. When did that happen? That's great. I feel like there was not enough attention on it. I don't, I don't remember what happened to him. I remember sure talking about it with Ian here one night on the radio oh, nice. last summer. So. It's that just so good. So There's so that many in again. great things that have come out of New Hampshire. Uh, in and terms Jason of, Gerhardt has done tons of them. Right, right. Uh, in terms of proposals and things that have passed, I, I can't even remember half of them or even a, even a fraction of them. Right. Um, like, I, I mean, I know there's like, I mean, I can think of examples but like usually when i think of examples it's like not even the good stuff it says helped this is their reason for putting him on this list helped tax evaders in bradford and he moves around to where he can be elected another person that free state or free talk live listeners will recognize is mike sylvia who put in the um oh yeah he put in what was it called in 2022 CACR 32 um, which was going to help people be able to um, vote that helped the Granite Staters not help. It was going to make a constitutional amendment that Granite Staters could vote on amending the Constitution that would say we leave the union. And it was like, we just leave the union. Yeah, it was an independence legislation um, that that would say we're independent from the United States. We're no longer we no longer want to be part of the American Empire. The, Just like New Hampshire left the British Empire, it would do the same thing with the American Empire. The only element of democracy that we use, according to the constitute the founders, is voting. And and right here, it, they are saying that he is anti democracy because he was trying to use an actual democratic means. To let's uh, let the people vote, right? And that's right? The thing. That's the whole thing. You what know, that was about? Let the people vote if they the, want to. Yeah, live. you didn't funniest, have to say you were for it as a state rep. The, All you had to do was let the yeah. people vote. The funniest part about the the whole it's illegal response to well, that's illegal. You can't you can't declare independence. Well, the funny thing about that is it was illegal for New Hampshire to declare independence from the British Empire, and we led the way in declaring you know for the colonies independence from the British Empire. If, if, if that was legal, I mean, if that was illegal, I mean, or I guess I should say is you should be okay with us doing something that's illegal in this regard if you support the American empire because the American empire was created through an illegal act and under a, British rule. And according to the Constitution, <laughs> Article 10 of the New Hampshire Constitution, it explicitly states in that they call it the right to rebellion article, I think it's Article 10, uh, that 
you have to alter, change, or abolish government uh, <laughs> if, if if it's not serving you serving you well. And you know, clearly, it's not serving us well. Two other people that Free State or Free Talk Live listeners will be familiar with are Ian and Jody Underwood. They run a what is it called? Their meat services. Um, yeah. And they got on the docuseries we were actually talking about on a break that the docuseries that talked about the free state project from what was it? Boston, NBC, Boston. Yeah. Um, they had two episodes all about how Ian Underwood put in a proposal to cut the budget by like 80% of the school, the public schools in Croydon. And oh my God, the Granite State Matters people hate them. We'll get into why Jay is on this list coming up in Ian and Aria. It's um, such an honor to have hosts on this list. It's Free Talk Live. More coming up 603-283-6160. It's Free Talk Live. If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. G'day, I'm Jamel that works with Dr. Joel Wallach and the GCN team with Longevity at TeamG'day.com. By becoming an associate, you provide income for you and your family on your own hours while working from home. So contact me, Jamel, by filling in the contact box at TeamG'day.com and I will get back to you personally and provide all the support you need to get started and build your longevity business. TeamG'day.com. TeamG'day.com. Hi, I'm Dan Pilla. I started fighting the IRS over 40 years ago when they tried to seize my mother's house. I sued the IRS and won. I beat the IRS then, and I've been beating them ever since. I wrote the book on tax debt settlement, and I've helped thousands of people deal with tax problems they thought might never be solved. I can help you too. If you owe taxes you can't pay, don't wait another day. There's no such thing as a hopeless tax case. Call 800-34-NO-TAX or go to my website, danpilla.com. That's danpilla.com, danpilla.com. 